With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Today on CityCast Chicago, I got some bad news for you. We all just learned that after three seasons, the TV show Southside won't be renewed by HBO Max. Since our very first episode, you know the only show we've gone harder for than our own is Southside. The inside jokes, the cameos, the ambitious storytelling, it all showcased the joy and a humor many Chicagoans have been waiting for. In honor of a Chicago classic, we're revisiting our hilarious conversation with its creators. It's Thursday, February 23rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is What Chicago's Talking About. I can see his face. Are you muted? It's it's coming muted. back to us. Yeah, we can now. Now yeah. we can. I just had a total interruption. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> rapid fire. Please, let's go. <laughs> Think, things going wrong, that's exactly what you can expect for good night in the season three. Things going wrong. I was born on the South Side. In addition to creating the show, Sotan Salahuddin plays Simon, a worker at a rent-to-own shop who always got a side hustle. Bashir Salahuddin plays Officer Goodnight, and Diallo Riddle plays new and fictional alderman Alan Gale. Quick little warning, the language is definitely rated R. Welcome to CityCast Chicago, fellas. Hey, Cheers. let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> let's go south side. I'm, I'm doing a very good job of like keeping it together because, fellas, I've been a fan of this show from the moment it dropped. Uh, Diallo, for anyone who has not watched Southside, what is the show about? Uh, the show is about the south side of Chicago. It's about, you know, these two friends who, you know, represent the working class, you know, community that is there that often gets demonized uh, in the press and in the, and in the media. Bashir and I always say that we feel like the stories that we tell on the show, you know, technically a lot of them, as specific as they are, they could take place in, you know, working class black communities, you know, all over the country. You know, I always say that I'm the one person on the show, the really the only person uh, other than uh, Michael Blyden, who did not grow up in Chicago. Bashir, Chandra, the twins, Sultan, everybody else grew up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so important that we get this story right because... Uh, You know, people love Chicago and it's just it hasn't always gotten, you know, the treatment it deserves in TV and film. Yeah, it, I never. I feel like it doesn't always get like a very complex, critical, but even a, a funny turn on the on the things that we're going through. But Shir, you're from the South Side. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you set out to tell a story that people from our city feel represented in and right. connect to? But I mean, let's be real that they find funny. You know, I, I do have to give my brother his props. I mean, he you know we were trying to find a show to do 
And uh, he actually called me and said, yo, man, because one of the twins, uh, Quincy, actually worked at Renner Center yeah. for like a decade. That's Quincy Young, who plays the RTO manager in the show. Satan, you know, he he said, hey, man, Quincy's at Renner Center and, and he just does wild, funny stuff all day. Um, he knew that Diallo and I were looking to do a show because we had really wanted something to represent our community. And, you know, more importantly, it was just like, how do we make a very hard comedy? Because at the time, like everything was like, you know, it was like all the comedies were kind of funny, but then they also had a lot of serious moments. And we knew we <laughs> wanted to do something that was like. Yeah. Everybody was doing the dramedy the last few years. Doing the dramedy. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? We don't want to do a dramedy. We want to do a hard comedy. It's the kind of stuff we grew up with. We want to show the lighter side. You know, ultimately what it comes down to is. You know, when I'm home in Chicago, when I'm with family and friends, when I'm there, when I'm with people I grew up with, you know, it's very joyful. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and, and we have a really good time. And for me, it was very important that the show represented that, that it represented the sort of easygoing, very familiar. You know, Chicago is a place where, like, you go to somebody's house for Thanksgiving and don't know anybody. And then by the time you leave, you got a new family. <laughs> and I feel like that's the side of the city that ultimately this show is steeped in, it's steeped in that. And ultimately, and what the thing that's, as Diallo mentioned, is the thing that's been so fulfilling is that lots and lots of people from all walks of life and all income levels, but specifically, you know, a lot of black folk from, you know, Philly, from Oakland, from Detroit, from wherever, also see themselves in the show and see themselves and see that sameness of their communities mm -hmm. in our show. And for me, that, that let us know that, hey, we're on the right track. Yep, absolutely. I love that universality, but I also, every time I'm talking to my friends, every time I'm talking to my producers, all we are thinking about is how we feel on the inside of a conversation. Yes. All the jokes are for us. The comedy is for us, but we are letting other people come to our table. So, time we follow a bunch of wild, funny folks on the, this show, but your character, Simon James, <laughs> is is very much our, our leading man. Can you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about Simon and, I mean, his hustle at RTO and beyond? Simon is a character. He is at the tip of the spear, man. His whole focus is, if, if we've often said this a lot, if Simon were born in different circumstances, he'd be a billionaire. But unfortunately, because of those circumstances that he's born into and decisions he's made in life, he works at RTO, just like a lot of other blue collar workers. But the, the one thing that I, I don't know if a lot of people get this is he does not have any quit in his drive. Muffin Mechanics is a small business, okay? So you gotta think like a small business, you know what I mean? Carla's homemade glue sticks. <laughs> I said, you can't stick to a budget. Dean's fake traffic cones. Oh uh, man, you're gonna need an attorney. And let me say, I am not an attorney. I cannot give you legal advice. But you know what? You can take it to Indiana. They don't give a fuck over there. You can do anything you want. Hey, nice suit, John Wick. Where your dog at? It's dead, I'm joking, get out of here. It's my only suit, it's for funerals. He continues to try to go against the odds. He continues to try to rise above and make a better life for himself and his kids and everybody. And I think that exemplifies what a lot of brothers on the South side of Chicago and just in general around the nation are trying to do. Cause you don't, you don't hear about the guys who work two and three jobs and they have more than one child that they're taking care of and they're doing it. You know, the reason you don't hear about them is because they're busy doing the work. And I think Simon Rec represents that individual and that drive and hunger for more. Mm -hmm. You know, Diallo, y'all have done Ferris Bueller homages. You touched <laughs> on spades, stepping tournaments. Mm -hmm. uh, y'all didn't had Chance and Lisa B come through, make hilarious cameos. How do you accurately or attempt to accurately portray the ins and outs of the South Side without, you know, 
being corny, without making people from outside the community feel like they can't, you know, still participate in the conversation. I think uh, a lot of it just comes from the fact that, uh, <laughs> let, let me give some props to Bashir and Sultan. They they really don't want to do a corny show. Like, that is not, <laughs> that is not on the to-do list. I think also. Nah, because we'll tell, we'll tell you if it's waggy. We're not just going to, Well, like, it's not even just like that, though. It's it. like, um, you know, I always come back to the writer's room. You know, when we first started out trying to staff the show with writers, uh, they sent us a lot of writers who were very good. Some writers had, like, the hot hand at that moment. Everybody was trying to get them, you know, put on their show. But, you know, it was very important. I remember Bashir saying, like, I really want people who are going to help us, you know, define this as uniquely Chicago. There are enough voices in the room and enough Southside voices in the room where it's like, yo, instead of saying it takes place at this restaurant, we should say it takes place at this restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, so on top of just being funny, it's also like, let's use the most authentic, most Chicago reference or location that we can possibly use in each scenario. References run deep. Yeah, we got Chicago people. We got Will Miles who went to Whitney Young. I mean, we got Lang- Langston Kerman who's from Harvey, Alicia Cowan from the South Side, my wife Chandra who plays Officer Turner Sheets from the South Side. Yep. It really was saying like to a bunch of Chicago people, like let's let what what's funny to us because I think Chicago has a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. You know, y'all work with some amazing black women on this show, but it's deeper than that because many are family, whether it's a hilarious cameo from y'all's mom in both the very first episode of Bashir and Sultan to Zuri, your sister who plays Stacy. No, friend. Mm -mm. You see, every time I try to date a regular guy, it never works out. You know, I think I'm just like cursed to only date Chicago's finest thugs. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you might find you a thug who can also do the dishes. Now you know you can't turn no thug into a thusband. You might be right. I'm, I'm you might be I right. know I am. Who's you still in every right. scene she's in to arguably the funniest person on the whole damn show, uh, Chandra Russell as Zenobia Turner, who, I'm going to be real, is... It, I find her so damn funny, but she she both 12 and a landlord. It's, yeah. I don't know how y'all got all of that in one person, and she's still... How special is this experience? You know what's interesting about you saying that, and I think it's, it's one of the good things about our show. 
our show doesn't really have good guys, and we also don't really have bad guys. You know, we have tough circumstances. Because I was even thinking about Simon, like when he Y'all goes, got hustlers, clowns, we got, yeah, we got clowns, we got goofies, comedians, we got we got uh, we got uh, sticklers for rules. You got uh, people like my character, who's I, you know, he's just like we call him we, in a writer room. We tease him, we call him Job from the Bible because our our goal with him is to put him through every terrible thing a person can go through. And one of my favorite compliments is whenever I'm in Chicago, every now and then somebody's like, "Man, I can't believe you got me laughing at the police. This is terrible." And I'm like, "Yeah, bro, was a fine old cop funny." I'm like, "Dude, I'm just trying to be funny." Man, I'm just the cognitive to... dissonance, man, that y'all put me through every single episode. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but but he's not like we're not we don't play him as like some beleaguered hero who's just trying to do the best thing. He's messed up too. He's trying to he hates this outside. He can't stand the people down there, and he's really trying to get back to the north side. So everybody got the things that they bring with them. And as our anchor Simon, as you as you put it, I think if Simon had an opportunity tomorrow. They're like, hey, man, you're going to be the head of this new company. He'd be like, all right, bye, peace. Like, he wouldn't be trying to stick around down there. <laughs> man, you was talking about playing cards. That scene with uh, Officer Turner, with Renee Lockett, who plays Dorothy Brown, with LaRoyce Hawkins, who plays Mike Owens, that's one of the funniest scenes. Yo, stupid ass, sitting over here fucking peeking with these dumbass bitches. The next time you are cold and lonely at night, you call these two crap pussies, you fuck boy. That was very rude. You know, it's funny on the surface, but if you're from Chicago, it hits even harder. Nah, I I fell over watching that, man. So, Ty, uh, you know, we real protective of our city. Y'all know yep. this, right? Mm-hmm. So many folks Absolutely. love to drag our name, and so we we could be sensitive about how we're shown. Do you all hear or respond to criticism from people who say this doesn't look or it doesn't feel like my neighborhood? Mostly the the feedback that I've gotten ninety eight percent of the time is i love it you guys are doing a good job representing us i've even heard the words this is a positive spin on chicago uh we really appreciate how you guys hey, what, are was the two percent? what was the two percent well that's what i mean those, that's people who were like oh man that's the lactose you know, intolerant like, you know I, I, those fall on deaf ears i mean everybody has an opinion and i respect everyone's opinion but when it's like when i go outside and Eight out of ten people tell me they love the show and this is who their favorite character is. And you know what? The one thing that I notice when I talk to people about the show is they smile with their eyes and they smile with their mouth before they even say a word. And then they let me know how much they like the show, how proud of us they are, and how much they enjoy it. So that's been the majority of my experience through all three seasons. She shot it. It even goes really quickly so far as like, We'll be just like you know, somebody who shows up to play a bus driver because we just need a bus driver for this scene. And he made <laughs> us laugh. And then it's like, yo, man, we got to put that guy on camera like this season. I last thing I'll say, there's a guy who literally yep. I was at home and, yep. and I wanted some. I wanted a snow cone <laughs> and I was at my mom's house. I was on, I was in Chatham. You know, we were we're from uh, originally to time. I were from South Shore. And when I was about 10, 11, we moved to Chatham. We moved to Auburn and Gresham. Chatham, Auburn yep. Gresham. Yeah, who, it has five names. Pick one. It's all sitting in. Whatever you want to call it, that area. And uh, I said, like, I want to snuck him. My mom was like, she's like, there's a guy on 80, 80th and 81st in Vincennes. He's really good. I went over there. He made me laugh. I didn't say shit to him. I got my snow cones. Three days later, I had somebody go up to him. And right now, he's in the trailer for season three. So He's in the trailer. Snow cone man is here. What can I get for you, baby? Okay. I'm going to be different. Let me get an apricot. Apricot? Come on. I'm telling you. Nobody in the hell drink this apricot. This is terrible right here. 
Okay. I don't even know how you seen that. I had it in the back. Right. Okay. Listen what, to me. Listen. What, is that? what do most people get? Listen What's, to me. Yeah. You got beautiful eyes. Come on. Let it flow. Hey, talking about, I don't even know how you saw that. It's in the back. Nobody asked yes. for Apricot. That is a real dude from no. Chicago. That dude is literally 81st in Vincent selling snow cones and just had me dying yeah. because I tried to, and what's funny is I actually tried to order a snow cone from him and he was like, don't get that flavor. Don't nobody get that. Come on, man. You about to have a bunch of disappointed people at your house. <laughs> I was dying. He, I love that. He didn't man. know who I, I was. But see that, but that's Chicago, and that's that the side is. of Chicago you never see. You don't see the funny bus drivers, mm -hmm. the funny, the guy who drives a shuttle to the airport, the dude mm -hmm. who's you know doing the garbage rounds, the, the the assistant principals, the the high school teachers, the the dudes that work in Renaissance Center. Like, there's so many people who are just yep. like funny, and you never see them. Because I was going to say, really, the one criticism I have heard which I'm proud not to do is I've heard a couple people say to me, like, you know, you got to show the grittier side. I'm like, Oh, y'all want us to show people getting murdered and shit. And I'm like, you know what? There's so many other places for you to see that. Yep. We don't keep it positive. Yep. Diallo as an adopted son, how has this, you know, experience helped you to come to understand and, and maybe fall in love with Chicago the way, you know, I do. Uh, yeah. You know, two things I want to say about that. One is that when we were working on a show called Brothers in Atlanta, which is a story for another day, the thing I remember about that show that I really enjoyed, because I'm from Atlanta, uh, you know, it was it was great to come back home and work on something, but it was also great to have Bashir there because he sort of came in with an outsider's perspective and he was able to ask True. me questions like, yeah. hey, what's that about? And why why is that a thing? And, that, and I would see things that I didn't even notice about my hometown that I was mm -hmm. like, oh, we got to put a spotlight on that. Because there were obviously things I wanted to put a spotlight on, but just having an outside observer there, it allowed me to notice things that I might have missed. And I feel like I've, I've sort of served that role as, the, as, as an adopted. So I've spent the last five summers, maybe even six summers uh, in Chicago. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I love Chicago. And I love that we get to do a show that means so much to the city. But I want to say one thing very specifically, which is that uh, if you like this show, if you like Southside, and I do feel like to a certain extent, the city of Chicago has found us and embraced us. But I would ask you to call your cousins all across the country, <laughs> like call your people everywhere and tell them, look, even if you're not from Chicago, there's a very special show that is crafted, you know, almost entirely by black people. And and that we should support this show just because this is not an opportunity that comes along often. Yeah. For me, this show has, has felt like a love letter, uh, a comedic and, and, and sometimes wild love letter, uh, but to the South Side of Chicago. I'm, I'm very grateful for y'all coming on the show, for talking a little bit. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time. Appreciate it, everyone. Thank you. You can stream all three seasons of South Side on HBO Max. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago Public Schools plans to spend $76 million on security cameras. A total of 330 schools are expected to see new cameras by August 2025, with the first wave completed this summer. At least one festival won't be happening in Douglas Park this summer. The Heat Wave Dance and Arts Festival has officially been moved to Northerly Island. And some good news to get you through. If there are two things your boy loves, it's a good show and a good meal. Don't miss the great deals at Chicago Theater Week and Black Restaurant Week come to an end this weekend. I got links in the show notes for you. As always, I appreciate you for listening. If you love the podcast as much as we do, maybe you want to share it with your friends and family. It couldn't hurt. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down the news with our friends Greta Johnson and Sasha Ann Simons. Talk to you then. 
Peace. We got some bad news. Yeah, it's too much. I'm not going to sing it.